Hey everyone, Jared Schaffern here with another edition of the Pucktown Podcast. Happy to be back with another episode this week featuring Christian Sanger, the founder editor of Holy City Center. Great place to get all your news all around the Charleston area, whether it's events, restaurants, anything Charleston. Holy City Center covers it. It was great to speak with him. Want to give everyone an update? Obviously, a struggle the last week for South Carolina. No way around it. The team has lost more games here over the past couple days than they had the rest of the season. At the start of the year, the Stingers were a great team at home. Hadn't lost in regulation uh, until this losing streak that the Rays are currently on. And I know I've been talking you know, daily with coaches and players still have the beat of the team and I feel like everybody is still keeping their heads up. They're frustrated with the play on the ice, but determined to turn it around. And that comes from the coaching staff right on down to the roster. Head coach Ryan Blair continuing to harp on details and being your best, being ready to go. Same thing with assistant coach Brendan Kotick uh, at practice earlier. You know, Definitely things that the team is working on and they're not happy, but... They're also, you know, keeping their heads level and making sure that they're getting ready for this weekend's games. The Stingrays are facing the Jacksonville Icemen this week on Friday and Saturday. It's a pair of road contests. We just saw Jacksonville on Sunday. It was a 5-3 win for the Icemen over the Stingrays on Sunday. The one piece of news coming out earlier this week is that Matthew Weiss is returning to South Carolina. He is, for the second consecutive season, on a contract with the AHL's Hershey Bears, the Stingrays affiliate, and Weiss will join the team, is expected to be in the lineup this week, which will help South Carolina for sure. He's a guy that was great here last year, excited that after an injury last season, he has been able to come back, played in two games with Hershey uh, before being reassigned earlier this week, and he does expect to play for South Carolina soon. Stingrays on the road for a few consecutive weeks before returning home for three consecutive contests against the Jacksonville Icemen on March 3rd, 5th, and 6th. March 5th is Parks and Pucks Night, the first time we're having that promotion with Charleston County Park and Recreation. And, you know, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a little bit different. I personally am a big fan of Parks and Rec, so I, I, my first thought is, hey, let's let's show a lot of Parks and Rec clips from the uh, from the TV show. It sounds like we're going to do some more than just that, uh, but, you know, a great chance to get out, learn about the Charleston County Parks here in Charleston and the surrounding area, but also, you know, kind of some tips on how to keep our area green and make sure that we're doing everything to keep this area beautiful because it is a phenomenal area. So important to make sure we keep the community and this area clean and pristine for both us who live here and visitors who are always wanting to come. I know definitely a lot of a lot of my family and friends are always excited about coming down to the Charleston area. So definitely want to keep it clean and uh, keep it looking good. So that's Parks and Pucks Night coming up on March 5th and then March 6th. Our annual Pink in the Rink. Don't have to say too much about that. Everybody knows how special Pink in the Rink has been here in North Charleston. And it will continue this year after, unfortunately, we had to take a year off due to the last season uh, ending prematurely. But the jersey designs from last year that we were planning to use 
for Pink in the Rink will get carried over, and we're excited to have those on the ice because we never got a chance to do that last year. Pink in the Rink going to be fun on March 6th, and the fact that we have the remainder of the schedule now for the 2021 portion of the 2021 season, we are very close to finalizing the promotions. We know, hey, we know we haven't done Star Wars night, expecting to be Star War- to have Star Wars night in that round. Nickelodeon night with Rugrats-themed jerseys. We know that's going to be on there. Uh, there's a lot of promotions that, you know, are staples that we're going to try to get in. So, you know, we, we do expect those to be announced soon, and we appreciate everyone's patience as we've had to work through this weird schedule year this year. It's time to turn it over to my chat with Christian Sanger of Holy City Center. Hope you enjoy. Hope you check out some of what he's got going on because if you're not at a Stingrays game, there's still so many other things going on in this area that we wanted to highlight, and Holy City Center does just that. Joining me this week on the Pucktown Podcast is the founder and editor of Holy City Center, Christian Sanger. Christian, thanks for joining us. This is uh, great to have you on. Hey, Jared. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. For everyone, you know, hey, Holy City Center has is, is come on board as a, as a partner this year, but have been covering the Stingrays for a long time. Uh, a blog here in, in Charleston and uh, something that, you know, I pay attention to. I think a lot of people around here are pay te- paying attention to on things to do, what's going on in the area. But I guess for a fan who may not be as familiar, what is your guys' mission? What is your goal? What, when you started Holy City Center, what did you have in mind? Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, Holy City Center started in uh, 2011. Uh, I uh, had moved here from Connecticut uh, about four years earlier and just, you know, I'd fallen in love with Charleston, obviously. And there was just so much going on here uh, that I felt like, hey, you know what? Why don't I start documenting the things I do around town? It seems like there's so much that it's impossible for local media to cover it, um, especially since they're busy, you know, covering hard news, big right. stories. They don't always do all the fun and entertainment stuff. Um, in detail. So uh, that's kind of how it started. And then it it evolved into, you know, less of a blog in terms of me me saying my day to day activities and things and more of here's what's going on in town. Uh, This is what I recommend and then has expanded to, you know, social media platforms and things like that. So now it's, you know, I I would still call it a blog because it's not a true, um, you know, it's not like true journalism by any stretch of the imagination. But my goal is just to um, talk about the community here in Charleston that I love, um, shine a little bit of a light on um, whether it's nonprofits or restaurants or musicians or whatever is going on in town, uh, athletes, and just uh, people who might not always get coverage from the bigger outlets because there isn't enough space. Uh, and just try to share the things I love and the things that Charlestonians like to do. So uh, I think it's pretty similar to the Stingrays. You know, you guys playing hockey, doing that, but you're also part of the community as well. And, you know, the podcast that you have is showing that as, you know, you're talking about this great city. Absolutely. Well, we got to ask you, you know, how many games do you come to normally? Uh, you know, you're, you're paying attention to the Stingrays because you, you're posting news and things like that. But uh, what's it like being at a Stingrays game? What's your experience been with the Stingrays? Uh, you know, I've been to games, you know, throughout the years since I've been here and I've always had a great time. Obviously, this last year or well, this current year we're in is a little different, um, you know, with COVID and everything, as everybody knows. But, you know, honestly, the, the games I've gone to this year and I've been to a handful already, 
you know, you obviously it, it, it's impossible to not notice the differences as far as the amount of people who are allowed in people wearing masks and, and things like that. But it's still pretty much the same experience as far as having fun, quality hockey out there. You, know, you can still go out and have a good time and feel safe, which I think is the biggest thing for people right now. When I went, I felt like there was plenty of room. Um, I didn't have, you know, I wasn't having to sit next to anybody. Uh, there was, you know, hand sanitizer and, and all that good stuff. So although it's it's different and we all miss the uh, the times before where, you know, you could have a packed house and it's getting really crazy in there. Uh, you know, it's still a lot of fun. It's still uh, fun to, to go to games. It's entertaining. It's a nice change of pace, especially since there's not much we can do. Um, and you guys are seemingly, you know, keeping it pretty safe. So uh, a little bit of a difference, but still very much enjoying my time at the Coliseum. Great to hear. We uh, we definitely are excited about that. And, and you know, this year you guys have more of a formalized partnership. Uh, got a, an ad on the Dasher, which is great. So fans, yeah. who, fans who can come might might not be sure. They might might access the website right there and, and take a look at a few different stories right, right while they're at a game. That's the hope for sure. I was excited to partner with you guys, not just because it's fun seeing the, the website logo I created like on the on the Dasher board on the ice, <laughs> which is such a cool thing for me personally. Um, but uh, I was also excited because I knew there'd be opportunities like this where I could, you know, come on the podcast and, and um, let myself be more known to Stingrays fans who may not be familiar with the site and let them know, like, hey, if you love the Stingrays, you probably love Charleston. This website uh, talks about, you know, Stingrays, whether it's news or uh, recaps of games. Um, and I'm at the, you know, and I'm there too. And I'm talking about Charleston stuff on my site. So it's been, a, it's been fun. And I know there may be some other things um, that we may do this season or in the future. And I'm looking forward to it. Take us through a few highlights of some things that you've worked on, maybe even more recently. What are some of the things that you've been focusing on throughout COVID-19 and, and this pandemic? The event landscape has changed. Yeah. There's a lot of different things. But, you know, what are some of the things you've been proud of that, you, that you've been able to do in the last couple months here? So, uh, you know, COVID obviously put a big damper on everybody's lives. Uh, you know, I'm not special in that regard. But, I, you know, there was still plenty for me to talk about. Um, whether it's um, businesses that were pivoting from one model to another, um, trying to raise the profile of, um, you know, smaller events and, and fundraisers and things like that. And, and the site still had a really good year. And of course, probably part of that is people are home and didn't always have much to do if they were out of work or um, had, you know, extra days off and things. But I'm proud that I was able to, to grow the site um, to have a really good year despite COVID. And and over the last couple of months, uh, planned and finally launched a, my own podcast, actually, today. Um, it's uh, By the time this all comes out, it should be on pretty much any platform um, that people get podcasts. It's called Holy City Center Radio. Um, and it's going to be just like the website. You know, I want to talk about what's going on in Charleston. Just add maybe a little bit more nuance to stories, interview um, folks just like you're doing and um, just try to just keep it going in just a different medium instead of just all on the Internet, you know, also be able to have an audio format as well. So I'm, I'm pretty proud and excited about that. Yeah, I was, that's what, exactly what I was going to ask you, uh, you know, starting a podcast. What's that been like? And, you know, maybe delve in a little bit more of what are your plans to to, you know, to feature on that podcast? Uh, is it is it more going to be event focused restaurants, uh, ev everything, I guess? Take us through uh, what you think the podcast might feature a little bit. Sure. So um, um, it's because it's going to be weekly. Uh, the plan right now is to have it come out on Mondays. So it's going to kind of recap the last week's biggest stories. You know, I'll try to 
make sure I'm not tackling anything that could change over the weekend. Uh, so just be like, whatever the biggest thing is in town, whatever people are talking about, um, make sure I'm, um, you know, putting that out there, uh, you know, probably, uh, yeah, well, we'll, I'll talk about like, Hey, restaurants that are coming up, um, and events once we start getting back into that. But I think there's also a chance besides interviewing people in town and just learning more about what awesome things people are doing here. Um, but also I, I want to try to do some deep dives onto some bigger topics. Um, you know, for instance, about a year ago, you know, um, in actually what were we may or June, probably, um, when protests were happening here in Charleston and around uh, the country, you know, and things like that, that are big, um, and, and they need a little bit more coverage and a little bit more, um, in-depth looks than just like a tweet that I could send out or something, you know, it'd be a chance for me to like really dive into some bigger stories and, and talk to people from, um, you know, maybe on different sides of the fence when it comes to specific issues. So I'm hoping just to, you know, besides all the fun stuff, also, you know, get a little serious at times and, and talk about things that are going on in town as they relate to, you know, the nation as well. So um, not going to shy away from any big conversations. And I, and I think it'll be good. I think people will enjoy um, hearing different perspectives, um, not just my own. You know, I hope to have lots of voices come on when it comes to those types of things. So really looking forward to it, you know, just getting the ball rolling now. So these first few episodes will probably be pretty standard, you know, Here's what's going on in town. Here's what people are talking about. And now an interview with, you know, whoever my guest is. But the plan for the future is to, you know, dive in a little deeper and get more in depth with things and not just, you know, here's what happened this last week. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely looking forward to, to checking out some of those stories. I think, you know, especially localizing it to Charleston. And I think, like you said, you know, there's there's some outlets there where people can get that information. But um, I don't know that 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 many other people are kind of doing a long form commentary on, on what's going on here in the city. I think that's, uh, that's probably going to be pretty cool for, for everybody. Yeah. I appreciate that. I hope so. And yeah, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. And you know, if you know, anybody who's listening subscribes and has ideas, you know, feel free to contact me. I'm always open to, to learn new things about the city and, and new things that are going on. The weekend section of Holy city center, I think is one of the best places um, you know, basically at any time you can go, go to that page and there's so many different events for, you know, every week or that, that you would, if you, Hey, if you're not sure what you want to do on a weekend, not sure you want to, what you want to do on a weekday, um, there's always things going on. How do you get all of these events and how do you keep that updated? It, it is, uh, it's pretty impressive. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, year over year is always the most popular um, page, you know, of course, because it's, it's, uh, you know, it's available year round. It's not just like a quick story uh, and it's constantly updated. So uh, I, we, I have two basically um, when it comes to event calendars, I have two pages. One is just the general calendar. You, when you go pull it up, it automatically defaults to whatever today's date is. You can see what's happening around town today and you can skip around and choose categories or search by venue or whatever it is. Um, and then I have what's called the weekend buzz, which I have um, someone helping me with by the name of Jeff Walker. I appreciate his help on that. He kind of takes the things that I put into the calendar, looks at what's coming up each weekend and then puts together the weekend buzz, which is kind of like, hey, this is going on. You kind of like the highlights, the bigger things, the the abnormal things that you know aren't happening every single week. Um, and so people um, really, really like that page as well. It's a quick way to you know, see what's, what's new and different as far as like keeping up with it. Uh, you know, at this point, 
having done the site for almost 10 years now, uh, I'm pretty good now about knowing what big events are coming up in a normal year. Like, oh, in a couple months, you know, seaweed's coming up or food and wine or, or wine and food, rather, whatever it may be. Um, and then the calendar program I use thankfully has some things where if it's a recurring event, I can set it up so I don't have to go in there every single week and update it. You know, I could just re recur events like, hey, this restaurant holds trivia every Wednesday and I can just have that going in perpetuity. So uh, thankfully, it's not as much work as when I first started getting going and learning about events. You know, now um, people are also sending me information. I don't have to seek out as much as I used to, but uh, the whole site, but especially that is a labor of love for sure. I just like knowing what's going on in town myself and then letting other people know too. And then not even part of the site is social media, which is obviously right. a, a huge right. piece of this as well. And I'm sure you're spending a ton of time on social media, both to find events and to find what's going on w w around town, but also then to kind of post about what's what's going on. So how has that changed? What do you find yourself uh, you know, spending the most time on? And obviously Twitter, I think you guys are just constantly putting out as much information on Twitter, whereas you know, maybe you're using some of the other mediums a little bit differently. Yeah, Twitter for sure has been um, by far uh, the best platform for Holy City Center as far as um, sheer numbers. Um, I had my most followers on there versus Facebook or Instagram or, or anything else. And that's I think that makes sense because for the most part, the site is sharing news and information. And that's that's where most people are going You know, for news and information is Twitter, like real time. Mm -hmm. Here's what's happening right now in town or here's what's coming up this weekend. Um, you know, whereas some of the other platforms aren't as good for that. So that's also where I uh, talk to people the most, uh, especially when I was first getting started and, and, and people can quickly respond to a tweet and I can respond back. And so it's a good way to, to know what other people are thinking about as well. Whereas Instagram's fun to just be like, here's a picture of this awesome meal I had, or, or here's a picture of the stingrays in action or, you know, whatever it may be. And that's all well and good, but you know, I'm not getting a ton of feedback from people. It's usually just likes and, you know, things like that, not opinions necessarily. So that's why Twitter has always been kind of my go-to, um, just a good way to keep up with everything. But for sure, I use the other platforms. Facebook is a great way to find events because pretty much everybody uses Facebook events. So that's a good way to, to get information on what's coming up in town. Um, and Instagram, I feel like it's just kind of that fun escape where you can, you know, look at people's photos on the beach or food or games and all that good stuff. What do you feel like you want to do more of? What are some of the things that, that you feel most proud of and, and that you want to try to do some, some more on, uh, when you, when you look at what you've been doing here? Um, I'm pretty proud that, uh, over the last, um, seven years and hopefully this will be the eighth year coming up that the site and my Twitter account has won uh, the best of Charleston um, for those categories in the city papers annual awards. I'm really proud of that because it shows that people are you know interested in what I'm doing and appreciate it. And I'm just hoping to grow on that. You know, the podcast was something that was in my mind for a while and I'm, I'm glad that's happened. But the next step, you know, besides just keep growing is to get better um, and to present things uh, like, uh, more in-depth stuff, I, you know, being able to do more interviews. I don't have a ton of time or haven't had a ton of time in the past to do interviews. So I think I can do that more frequently, especially with the podcast tied in now. Um, and, and again, maybe some video stuff. I dabbled with that a little bit before the pandemic where, um, you know, I went to 
this place in town called the break room, which if you haven't heard of it, it's really fun. You go and you, you get geared up and you smash um, computers or TVs or keyboards. It was a lot of fun and took video of that and then put those clips online. So, you know, just trying to provide, I've kind of got the audio thing now. I've got the written, you know, internet stuff going on and adding video would be the next thing, whether it's, you know, stories or clips. Um, people love TikTok and Instagram, uh, what is it, reels and all that kind of stuff. And I haven't really dabbled in that at all. So just trying to expand and get more content for people, more ways for them to enjoy Charleston um, and what's going on in town than just, you know, the written a written post that says like, Hey, this is going on in town. Well, afterwards, maybe people want to see photos from it and videos. So, you know, just trying to expand on that and, and get as much coverage as I can. Well, we appreciate you giving us some, some time here today for this podcast. And I guess before we, we let you go, Christian, uh, want to hear what, what do you, what do you think about the stingrays lately here? Uh, some, some people are upset. There's been some more losses than usual. Uh, what have you I noticed? Know. What have you noticed, uh, that, that maybe we need to, you know, maybe change on the hockey side of things here. Well, you know, just like all the <laughs> other teams in town, I will always be uh, a big diehard fan of all the Charleston teams, no matter how things are going, but you know, stingrays, you guys, have had um, a, a great run for years now, um, and this season started off with a bang. But yeah, a little bit, a little bit tough this past weekend, uh, well, um, and a little tough go of it in general lately. But um, you know, it's it's a weird season, and there's been a couple breaks, you know, with COVID stuff or with other teams, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's tough. It can't be easy. So it's going to be, I, I think, uh, a tough season just in general. So a little losing streak, no big deal. Definitely can th- turn things around, um, and, you know, just get in a groove, you know, with seasons, teams are always going to hit, you know, you're going to have hills and valleys. And uh, I-, I have faith, you guys, no problem, going to get it all back. We're not even going to be thinking about losing streaks before too long and uh, things will be OK. Last thing uh, I meant to mention this before, but I found on the on the site, uh, the, the pronunciation guide of, uh, of do you oh, speak yeah. Charleston, <laughs> um, you know, for those who maybe, maybe if you're not living in Charleston, but you follow the stingrays or you want to know more about Charleston, uh, how did that come about? And, uh, do you get a lot of comments about the, uh, I guess basically it's a, it's a guide for all the different, uh, names that are a little bit different here, uh, in the low country. Yeah. So, uh, having, you know, not being a native here myself, there was a lot of, and anybody who's moved from anywhere, um, that's not in the general vicinity, there's a lot of street names, city names, whatever it may be that look one way and are pronounced completely different. Um, and so, yeah, it didn't take long before I realized things like huger, um, street is actually (laughs) huge street, you know, or, Laguerre is actually Legree and, and so on and so forth. So before long, I was like, there is a lot of names like that. So, I, you know, let me just put together a little guide of things. Cause I, I just found it interesting as someone who's not from here. I'm sure some of the uh, locals were like, yeah, this is, this is old hat. We know right. this, but there's so many people moving to Charleston. Um, even since I've been here, it's crazy how many people come here every single year. So I just thought it'd be beneficial um, for people who are moving here, like, Hey, if you're new here, here's a good place to start as far as pronunciation. So you don't sound like a tourist or, um, a newbie, you know, you're going to, you're going to sound like, you know, what you're talking about. So that, that's kind of where it came from. And the feedback for the most part was pretty good. A couple of locals, uh, were like, no, no, I don't think that's right. I think it's this, uh, you know, it's pretty funny. Um, (laughs) when I first launched that, it's been a few years since I put it out. 
so it's been quiet lately but yeah when it first came out it, it generated a little bit of buzz <laughs> yeah well if you're unsure of how to say some of these like you said uh huge and and some of these different names that are around town definitely a, a definite page that you want to check out because uh you know I, there was a few of them i didn't even know i was like oh i've been saying it the wrong way i guess right <laughs> I yeah same it. here exactly <laughs> Well, Christian, we appreciate uh, all the time here and all of your support of the Stingrays, both uh, of you know of, as being a partner of ours, but also um, you know posting a lot of our news. If if you if you want to learn about the Stingrays and all these other things, you can definitely check out Holy City Center, uh, both the website holycitycenter.com as well as uh, all the social media that Christian's doing. So we appreciate the time, and uh, we we'll definitely talk to you soon. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We've got a lot more hockey to play this season. It's a little weird that it's February right now, and we're not nearing the playoff stretch. In fact, the Stingrays have only played 20 games, not even a third of the way through this schedule. So there's a lot of hockey to be played, and a lot more coming here on the Pucktown Podcast. It's been a great start to Season 2 of the podcast. Looking forward to having more players, coaches, former players, and other people around the Charleston community that are connected with the Stingrays. So definitely look out for that. Uh, Really excited to continue this podcast. And once again, if anyone has any suggestions, if anyone wants to see or hear from anyone specifically, definitely let me know. Uh, You can let me know on Twitter, at Jared Schaffern, or of course you can email me, uh, jschaffern at stingrayshockey.com. Looking forward to hearing all the suggestions and continuing what has been a lot of fun for me and we appreciate everybody's feedback always hope the stingrays can get back on track this weekend in jacksonville we'll have the call of both of those games on the stingrays broadcast network with pregame beginning at 6:45, both on friday and saturday we'll talk to you this weekend have a good one everybody